0: Welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the word of God. Let's give this wonderful woman, Tanya, uh, a, a round of applause. She comes to minister the word in Jesus' name. Well, just welcome you today. Welcome any other visitors we have today. You're so welcome here. I want to tell you that God has something for you today. You're not here just by, you know, you know where else to go. God knew you'd be here and he's prepared for you. And I want you to be expectant for that. He's got something to say to you. And I just want to declare you're leaving here changed today. Different than you walked in. Hallelujah. Well, i just going to share... A few announcements with you first. So youth, we're heading up the morns on Saturday. Uh, a few of you still need to confirm for me, um, but I'll be letting you and your, your parents, guardians, know all the details. But we'll be meeting here on Saturday, having a packed lunch um, up in the morns and some, a hot drink, soup, um, and some chips on the way home. So it's £3 per person. Uh, we have a few spaces going, So if you have a friend you want to bring, uh, will you let me know and I'll get them a spot. Great. Then our prayer meeting is um, this Tuesday. Is it 7.30 now? 7.30 to 8.30. Come early for fellowship um, and God is going to move through us in that meeting. You just don't know what you're going to get. So plan to be out to that. Um, Then last night, um, who, who was out last night? Let me see. It was great, wasn't it? Awesome. And I hope you are planning to get out tonight again. So last night we had a prophet with us, Clem Ferris, um, from North Carolina. Uh, he's visited this house before, and we've been so encouraged. You know, that ministry is there to edify and to build up. And so that's what we come to expect. That the whole house um is going to experience that together as one um so that's tonight again at seven o'clock. come along he um he'll share with us uh, all together and then he may also pray with some of us um, and in those times, let's get excited for our brother or our sister to be encouraged and not you know look for that for us because God knows what we need, doesn't he so um plan to get out um, and we'll be seeing visitors as well. And if you know others who would want to come to that, that's fine. But be prompt. Let's set a good example. And also so you get your seat. Um, Awesome. So that's all the announcements. So I am going to share with you this morning um, about the secret place. Doesn't that sound like the title of an awesome children's book? Secret Place. I'm going to take you to the secret place. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's even better than that because God, the creator of all things, uh, makes everything so fun and so magical. Better than any good book. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to read to you from Psalm 91, and that was a psalm that meant a lot to us um, at the start of the pandemic. Many of you may recall, you know, you could nearly say it off by heart, but I just want to come back to that now and look in those promises with a wee bit of understanding. And I'm just going to read a few verses to you from the Passion Translation, so you'll not see that up behind me, so... Okay. Whoever lives within the secret shadow of Shaddai, hidden in the strength of God Most High, will always be kept safe and feel secure. Here's how I describe him. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me. The only God for me. He's my great confidence Yes, he will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. And he will protect you from the false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His faithfulness is a wraparound shield keeping you from harm. And so it goes on. You can read that for yourself. But you know, there's, there's 18 divine promises unleashed in that psalm as you declare it. But it's all wrapped up in one verse. Whoever lives within the secret shadow of the Almighty. We must set ourselves to live in and from that place. It's not enough to come here on a Sunday and to enter in. Together. That's wonderful. Please let's do it. Lots and lots. But it's not enough if it doesn't begin in a place of true intimacy with God, somewhere else in the secret place. And you know, um that is why we're here. Like we know this. We were created for a relationship. God created you and me just to have that intimacy. He formed us in the womb thinking. Oh, this is where I'm going to meet Tanya. This will be our secret place. And these are the adventures we'll go on. And I'm going to walk with her. And I'm going to talk with her. And it was all planned before we were even born. Relationship. So doesn't it make sense that we're to have that one-to-one relationship? And it's secret. It's not for anyone else. And it's unique to you and him. Nobody else gets your secret place. Just you and him. Hallelujah. Dwell in the sacred place. It simply means seek him, draw near to him. It's not rocket science. You don't need a qualification to meet him in the secret place. You don't have to cling yourself up, deal with all your problems, um, go to lots of services before you qualify to enter into the sacred place you're okay right now. You're okay messy. You're okay dirty. You're okay to bring the rubbish. You're okay to go to the secret place, crawling on your hands and knees, crying out to him. Why? What's going on? I can't do this. You can go like that. Okay. The enemy would try and tell you different. The enemy doesn't want you to go there because there's sustenance in that place and he doesn't want you to have it. Because he knows you can live out from it. Hallelujah. Oh. The psalm goes on in verse 15 to say, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. That's a promise. We know this promise. You call upon him. You cry out to him. In this place where it's just you and him, he will answer. He'll always answer wherever you are. But when you're in that place, you can hear. You can hear. Okay, so how do we find this secret place? It Doesn't it sound wonderful? Um, it, it makes me think it must be like when God was thinking this, like the Garden of Eden, because he planned to walk and talk with us in the garden before sin entered. And so that's what I envisage when I think of, of that secret place, Adam and Eve walking with him, just enjoying each other. The word used here for secret means. Ugh, I've lost it. Oh. A place not commonly found. So, this is not a place you stumble upon. This is not a place that you pass on your way to the shops. It's not commonly found. When we go to Mount Stuart with the kids, uh, we love to explore, especially a few years ago when they were younger. And we like to find all the tracks, you know. And and we like to think to ourselves, that's our track. We, no one knows about this view bit. We, we found this sweet bit. And of course, you all know the tracks. Do you do know the octopus tree? Does anyone here know the octopus tree? Yeah. So, but that's our tree. That's not yours. That's ours. And we would go up to the octopus tree and climb on it. And that that was our secret. That was our place. There's intimacy in that place because it's ours and no one else knows. And that's a wee bit like how it is when we go there with God. It's ours. We take ownership. It's ours. Um, so Tanya, hmm, is it a physical place I hear you say? You know, is it in Mount Stewart? Um, well, I think it actually really helps to have a physical place that you go to. But it is not a physical place, a secret place. But for many of us, there's a room in our house. There's a walk in the Moor Mountains. There's a, a putting the seat back in our car. And that's where we go to. And that's okay. That's good. For others, it's a multitude of physical places where you can take that time, steal that time from the day, and give it to God. But if that works for you to have that physical place where you go to, that's good. And do that. That's awesome. But really, it's a supernatural place where you go to meet dad. And you might think, well, that's just praying, isn't it? And yeah, but, you know, it makes me think of Mary and Martha. And you know that story. And Martha was busy, busy, busy. And and Mary just wanted to sit at Jesus' feet. And, but everything Martha was doing was good. And so say, say you're such a faithful person. You are praying for people's needs. Um, and you're holding them up in your prayer time. And that's good. That is so good to do that. But there's also time at Jesus' feet. And that's where that sustenance comes. And you need that. So there's balance there. So in that, in that secret place for me, and I say me because it might look a wee bit different for everybody because it's unique and, and God planned it that way for me. It's uh do you know when you get stuff, and you don't even know how to pray about it yet? It's like, oh, I just have this horrible feeling about this, or mm, and I can't even describe it. Don't even know what I mean by stuff that just gets on you, um, and it brings you down, and you can't even put it in words. And, and but you can take those things to a secret place and just talk to God. It's like a, a beautiful conversation with a friend. Um, so it doesn't look like us just asking and declaring. It looks more like, this is happening, Father. And and what what do you think I should do? And have I got this wrong? And it's that conversation with a friend. And it's two-way. And it's beautiful. Um, but it's supernatural. And there's uh, in this place, you have like a heightened awareness and a fresh understanding and a godly perspective that comes over you where you maybe couldn't see the wood for the trees out in the natural, but when you're in this place with him, everything makes more sense. And when you go out from that place, oh, what a blessing you can be because you've got perspective. You've got an awareness of someone's needs that you didn't have before you went in. So God does um, great work in that place. Um, But, you know, as I was saying, you don't stumble upon this place it's not commonly found. You have to seek it out. You push through. You've got, sometimes you got to push through stuff. I had to push through stuff last night. Um, the enemy was just not happy at all. And, and I just had to push through some stuff when I got home because I knew I was ministering today. And praise God, I did. And he's awesome. And the enemy's a liar. But sometimes you're going to have to just push through. And I think of it like who's seen Narnia? Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. So it's like you open the wardrobe. So that's your first thing. And then you have to push past all the fur coats and get past them. And it's dark and you just, you have to keep going. But when you get out, there's the light and the crunch of the snow under your feet and you're there and you can meet with him. So there's a pushing through to have that intimacy with him. So we we have to purposely seek him and push through. What are those fur coats? What are all those things? They're the cares of the world. There's distractions. There's people needing you and wanting you. And um, There's your hurt and there's your uh, disappointments. Don't even talk to God about that. It just makes me feel sad. I'm not even going to go there. It's those things. Push through. Oh, he's faithful. He's so faithful. Hallelujah. Okay, so there's one secret to getting to the secret place, and that is to seek him. Knock and the door will be opened, Matthew 7, 7. Seek him and you will find, Jeremiah 29, 3. Do you know, everybody wants to know the Lord's will for their life, don't they? They want to know who their husband or their wife's going to be. They want to know their job. They want to know how rich they're going to be. Um, how God's going to figure this problem out for them and it just goes on and on and on Um, but are we willing to do the hard work to sit with the Lord in quiet communication or do we just want it all now and me, 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 me can we invest that time with him if you are willing to silence themselves long enough to hear I think we're all guilty aren't we Okay, if we just shifted our gaze a wee bit from devotionals to our devoted one, take a wee shift from Martha to Mary. Um, you know, if we choose to do this, we would enter the sanctuary of the Most High and get to dwell there. It would become where we do everything out from more and more. And yeah, the word that really kept coming to me was sustenance. We need sustenance for what this world is demanding and we can't do that from a sunday morning service or a prayer meeting we don't we need to call upon him he is the vine we are the branches and we need that sustenance to flow from that place we need to live out from that place where we connect to the vine and allow that sustenance to flow into every area of our lives because who knows we can't do it in our strength we can't, it's too heavy, it's too hard. We can do it for a while, but it will fall away. There'll be no fruit, there'll be no lasting fruit. But if we're connected to the vine in that place and allow that sustenance to feed out, we'll look so different, we'll be so effective for him. Um, abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Jesus gave us a lovely example of that in Matthew twenty-three thirty-seven. He said, well, he was saying um, this because how the people had ignored his father's promises um, of protection. And he said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. What a lovely picture. As a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. That's what it's like in the secret place. That's where we're to be. So it's where we root ourselves and feed out of. Hebrews 4:11 tells us where that is. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Anybody want rest? Carol and Robin are getting that right now, I think. Well, almost in Portugal. But, yes, that sounds so wonderful. Um, but that's where we find it. You know, when we go to the secret place with all that stuff, that gets dealt with, and we enter his rest, and we stay in his rest, and we go there often to that place. Hallelujah. Oh, you? psalm 91 2 tells us as we've read i will say to the lord my refuge and my fortress my god in whom i trust um, and that that refuge um, is a safe place and it's a permanent place um, and you're never like unworthy enough to go there um, even if you went there in the past be thinking, oh, i haven't been in the word I haven't, I have been doing the wrong things. It doesn't work like that. Just go to him. Don't let the enemy tell you different. Um, okay, Psalm 27 5. Uh, For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. You know, as I've said before, it's not good enough to live out of other people's time. In the secret place, Um, in a service, you know, you'll experience someone else's experience of a secret place, but that cannot sustain you. You have to have that one-to-one yourself. Um, You know, God's a plan for each of our lives, and don't we want to flow in that plan? we want his best, his plan so we need to have that root we need to be branches fed from the vine, to be able to fulfill that, to be that blessing, the others when they need us, to have that word and season for people because we're so aware we have his perspective we are available praise is a lovely aspect of the secret place praise is a way to go into the secret place but it's also a byproduct of the secret place because when you're intimate with god and have that you can't help but cry out and praise him that addiction to calling out his name that thankful heart when you spend time there it bursts from you just like a a well that's bursting forth and splashing everywhere, and everyone else gets it around you. That desire to pray, um, comes out. It says in Psalm 92, 1-2, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. David was speaking from the secret place when he wrote that psalm. So what's it really like there? Many of you will have your own stories, um, experiences, so it's not all the same, but Psalm 46, 10 says, be still and know that I am God. So there's a stillness there. And you know, he wants our focus. Judah used to do this thing. It was so sweet. Whenever he wanted our attention, and maybe I was making dinner or daddy was doing something else, but sort of half listening, he'd, cup his hands around our face and bring it straight to his face. Do you remember that, Sarah? And uh, he just wanted our undivided attention and he wasn't doing it in a cheeky way. He just knew, I need mommy to look at me and listen to me, so I need to pull her this way. It was so sweet. God wants us to give him that full attention. And some of you here are grandparents. Not, not too many, but some. Um, isn't it I'm not. I can't wait till I am day. Um But I'm sure that the excitement of the grandkids coming is lovely. And you're watching for the car, maybe, and then running down the drive to you. And you're ready for them. You have all their favorite snacks in. And you've planned out your time with them. And you just can't wait. And I just think that's what it's like for God. Uh, He knows we're coming. He knows we've set time aside just to, to meet with him. He's just... She's coming. She's coming today. and just want to meet with me and this is what we're going to do. I'm going to show her this. She doesn't know this. I'm going to show her this. And that's what it's like. Oh, he's so good, isn't he? It's a place where you can ask and know, I know you receive. Um, You can get messy. Like I said, you can just cry it out. He knows your heart. But one thing about asking, um, I'll read you in Mark 10, 49, um, So this was uh, Jesus. Um, so then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you, Jesus is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and he came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? Well, I thought that was kind of weird, because He's blind. Um, so the blind man said to him, um, rabbi that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus. So isn't it interesting that Jesus asked him what he wanted? Jesus knew what he wanted, but God wants that faith statement from us. He wants us to say it because we know he can do it. So, um, Go to that place and ask in faith, knowing he will. There's power. There's great power. He already knows what you need. He doesn't need you to tell him. Um, Yes. Let me see. Yeah. It's where the big stuff gets done. You know, um, it's where you live out of in that secret place. So if you never spend time there, it's all just going to fall away. Okay, Matthew 6, 5-6 to And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Amen. So you go into that quiet place. It doesn't have to be your bedroom. Um, and the life that comes out, the susten- sustenance that comes out in public will be birthed in that place. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, I haven't even put these on. I got glasses. Do you like them? Yeah. Oh, oh that's much better. <laughs> and I thought oh, I'll get these because I've been prescribed them. But see when I put them on, I was like, whoa, is that what that looks like? Um, it wasn't a pretty sight, girls, when I looked in the mirror. Like I saw some stuff I hadn't seen before. Um, it really gives clarity. Um so I just thought that was funny to tell you, you know, in the secret place, to just have that clarity and to see that clear perspective that maybe before you missed it, it was a bit blurry, out of focus, and you missed it, but in there, you'll see it. It says in Matthew ten twenty seven, "'Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, "'and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops.'" you're going to be told mysteries, but they're not just for you to keep. Sometimes they're there for you to speak out uh, and others need them. Guard, guard your secret place. So, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, we would read about the Holy of Holies and you didn't just go there willy-nilly. Um, it was only the priest could go there. And and we don't have that now because Jesus is our mediator. He he brought that connection between us back to God. So we don't need that. But there is a reverence to time with God um, that we must bring um, to that place of peace and rest. It's the core of who we are, where we live out of. Um, So... When you bring that stuff to a secret place, you know those disappointments, those hurts, leave them. Hand them over. His burden is light. Hand them over. Don't you keep living in the past. Don't you keep living with stuff you've already dealt with there. Leave it. It stays there. Okay. I'm I'm almost done. You've been so good. Um, Right. Okay. I've said a lot of that. That's all good. We've talked before about a renewed mind. If you go into that place with that renewed mind that's been in the word, you're going to hear so clear because God speaks through a renewed mind. So you're going to see um, great results being aware that you need to renew your mind daily. Being in the word. Okay, so i have this wee song and... I knew I knew I knew this song. But I just couldn't remember it. And um, my granda used to play it in the car. And he had passed on when I was 10. Um, so I was very young. But uh, the Holy Spirit brought it back to me this morning. And I knew it, it was something that made me think of a Secret Place. I wonder, Chris, could you play it? It's a really old one. I don't know if you would know it, Pastor Hallie. Um, Merle Haggard. But uh, granda used to play it. And you know some people think it's about when you go to heaven but for me it describes a secret place um could you play that chris just listen to listen to the words i come to the garden alone while the dew is still on roses and a boy I hear Falling on My ear The Son Of God Discloses And He Walks with Me and He Talks with Me and He Tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known he speaks and sounds awesome did you hear what I heard in that? Isn't it beautiful? Do you want to go there? To hear? Yeah. I do. Lots more. Lots more. It's like no other place. Your place with him. Just you and God. Looks like no other. Um, so now I just, look, you've heard all this stuff before, but I want to say to you that your greatest growth often comes from the stuff you already know that you've just decided to put into practice. So don't throw out what you've heard today thinking, I know that. No, um, this is for you. Um, and there's a song you as well know. that's more recent, The Secret Place by Phil Wickham. And I'm going to do a solo now if I can get the worship team up. Ready? No, I don't. <laughs> but I'm going to read to you a couple of verses because... Phil Wickham, he's been in the secret place. I know he has because he's, it's quite like my secret place. So I just want to read it to you just so that you can hear what I heard. It's so anointed. Where will you run, my soul? Where will you go when wells run dry? Is your well dry? When the wind starts to blow, how are you going to keep this flame alive? In the fading light when night is breaking, I know you'll always be waiting. You'll always be there. I'm running to the secret place where you are. I sing to you of all the ways you stole my heart. Better is a moment that I spend with you than a million other days. Such sustenance. I'm running to the secret place. Hands are lifted high. Hearts awake to life. We are satisfied here with you. Here with you. Chains will hit the floor. Broken lives restored. We couldn't ask for more. Here with you, I'm running to the sacred place. Hallelujah. So I just want to encourage you today. If you have that relationship already with God, where you go to meet him, press in more. Go there more. We need it in this day, don't we? We don't know what's next. The Bible tells us it's not getting easier. I want to encourage you to go there more. If you've never, you don't know what I'm talking about, if you've never done that, I want you to go to a secret place with him. He'll show you how. Just seek him. That's all he says. Just seek me. I'll be there. I'll open the door when you knock. If you really don't know about anything I've said today, and you don't know that Jesus is there to take away your sin, to set you free, to connect you back to the Father who made you for a relationship to connect him, if you don't know that, I want to tell you that's there for you to take today. Come and see me. I want to tell you more about that. Um, He's all that you need. In those times when it's too heavy, he carries it. We don't have to. There's a better way. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps and blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk find us on Facebook.